You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. If you'd like to jump in with us this morning, wide open the first hour, no guests. We'd love to have uh, your phone calls. The X account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. The email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. You can take us with you anywhere you go. There's also a chat button. If you want to send something to any of the shows or us directly, you can do that. I believe that's up in the right-hand corner of uh, the app when you bring it up right there. Um, we want to thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You're going to build that fence, that deck, that pergola. You want to build it to last. There's no better product than Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Go to yellowwood.com. To find the dealer that is closest to you, and always remember, guys, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. Um, uh, last night uh, in basketball in the SEC, Tennessee um, beat George Mason 87-66, uh, I believe it was. Um, I, right now, I don't know Tennessee, it looks to me like the SEC champion, I could be dead wrong. They may be get a lot better because they will get better as they go through their non-conference schedule. But uh, they're good. They're good. Florida um, got off to a bad start, but uh, beat Merrimack. Mac. Uh, I don't particularly care for Florida. They're a middle of, of the pack team, I think. Uh, 77-57. Georgia had a good win over Georgia Tech. I'm still trying to figure out how Georgia Tech beat Duke, but uh, Georgia uh, did beat Georgia Tech and. Uh, he's gotten uh, to Georgia from from, Flo- from Florida, the head coach, Coach White, and he's doing a bit better job there. Ole Miss remained undefeated. Uh, they beat uh, Mount St. Mary's. They beaten, have, have beaten Memphis. Um, so they won again 77-68 to uh, 68 over Mount St. Mary's. Tonight, uh, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and A&M will play. Uh, as already mentioned, um, as already mentioned, uh, Connecticut. I watched that game. Connecticut does a lot of cute things offensively. They play really hard, and so North Carolina played hard as well. But um, they really, they really do some pretty cute things if you like trying to figure out what people do offensively. And I, I seem to like that. So anyway, the um, Texas Tech quarterback is, uh, is leaving, uh, going to Louisville. Because um, of course the Louisville coach is supposed to be a—he didn't show it—but supposed to be a genius offensively. He was at Purdue. Uh, this is the only other thing I'm going to mention, and I, I don't understand it because I think it absolutely kills the the schools that can't raise a lot of money. For example, the—I uh, don't mean to call them a drop-down school, but they come to mind: UAB, Samford. NCAA president Charlie Baker uh, proposed a rule that would allow the Division One schools 
for the first time, uh, which they've been doing anyway, to pay their athletes in a way that are not tied to the educational resources, that they're able to uh, to uh, ch- uh, ch- change to adopt the rules where they would be allowed to to enter into name, image, and likeness deals directly with their athletes. The new rules would create a new div- subdivision of Division One schools that would allow to create its own set of rules for recruiting, for transfers, for roster size, for a wide range of other policies to be a part of that subdivision. Each school would have to put millions of dollars each year into a trust fund for the athletes. Now, to me, and Barry, Barry I'm sure he knows as much about it more than I do, he studied it. Um, it, it, it's not possible for each school that I know of below the Alabamas and big, to have that kind of money to do that. And it means that if I were to look up and get me four or five players that were really good, I'm going to lose them at the end of a year. If I'm, if I'm a drop down, if I'm a drop down in a drop down league, uh, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get players to start with. But every now and then, I look up and I get me a couple that people didn't didn't realize were good. I'm fixing to lose them going back. I uh, have not studied the rule completely, but if if it if it is what I understand it is, and you can call in and make comments, it takes the Division One schools that are the bigger bigger schools and gives them an opportunity to just buy that player, which they're doing anyway. I'm not naive, but they're they're doing now cutting a deal. So if Barry comes in and says, I, Dad, we can't get so-and-so, like we've got to cut him another deal. And so it's a deal-cutting deal back and forth. He didn't even say anything about agents. To me, um, and I can be corrected on it, and hope I, hopefully I am corrected on it, it uh, it's a long, long here list of stuff here, and I'm not going to bore you with that. But uh, that, that was to me was quite unusual. Yeah, I think that goes back to, uh, you know, you had some, a couple of years ago, uh, we had all the controversy of Texas A&M uh, paying all these players. There was some guy on a social media called Slice Bread, uh, who, I think it was Slice Bread, Slice Bread, who talked about these guys were making X number of dollars. I mean, just crazy numbers. And they've had a couple uh, Texas A&M players come out now and say, yeah, I know what sliced bread said that I was going to be making so-and-so. I didn't get a dime when I got there. So maybe that will clean up some of this promise stuff in recruiting. And at least, you know, if the school puts the money aside, then the school is going to be good for the money. They're not going to, you're not going to be trying to get your NIL money in a dark alley. Uh, Maybe you still will get it in a dark alley, but also maybe some of that stuff will be on on the, up front, I guess, and you kind of know what's saying going. also, but I just feel sorry for those other schools. Sure. Baker said in the letter that these rules will help provide, get this one, uh, will help provide a model to show to Congress in the NCAA's ongoing quest for, for new federal laws to help in governing college sports uh, and basketball. You're going to buy it. Um, you know, we think about it. We think about football. I think about basketball if I were doing it. Uh, um, Baker says that, uh, that other NCAA leaders have been asking Congress for three years to create a law 
that would do all these things. So, you know, they're, they're thinking that this is going to work and maybe it is. And then you would go to Congress and use it like it, it to me, to me, what little I understand what this is said on, on, uh, is, is this more so out in the old cheating, but it, it kills the teams that maybe some of our listeners would like, uh, that they don't have millions of dollars. They have to create millions of dollars in order to do that. They no more can create millions of dollars in some places. than well, People would tell you tight. that, uh, you know, those recruits are going to Alabama instead of Middle Tennessee anyway. So the, the top, if you're one of the top, top recruits, you're going to be able to go to a school like Alabama and make the money. If you're not, then you're going to have to go uh, to Middle Tennessee and get a scholarship. It's just, you know, people now act like just getting a scholarship is a bad thing. If that's yeah. all you're getting. Well, that's pretty darn nice to get all your school, all your uh, living, all your meals, uh, regardless of what level. And speaking of Middle Tennessee, uh, Derek Mason, uh, that'll be yeah, the new coach. coach. Yeah, new, what, are your, what are your thoughts about that? When you go, when you're at Vanderbilt, you go to uh, Auburn, you go to, I guess he was at Oklahoma State. Um, he's been on television, Barry, doing doing uh, uh, color. Uh, I've, I've seen him. I think he's okay. The other guy there who's a friend of yours and was in South Carolina. He's been there 18 years. Um, and uh, I don't think, did they, did they let him out? Yeah, and the guy that uh, actually is the AD was our ticket guy at South Carolina. That's what so. I thought. And they let him out, son? Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, they finally let him go. But he, I think he'd given him seventeen years. So, um, and Rick Stock still did a nice job there. But yes, uh, he, yes, he did. I just, I just, uh, uh, I can see, and what Barry has said is that yes, okay, um, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there anyway. But all of a sudden, I got, a, I got two or three players that can play at Middle Tennessee. And somebody the next the very next year is going to come and get them. Yeah, no, that's the problem. That that is the absolute. Hey, if you're if you're if hey, all you guys are listening. If your son's the coach there, you're having a hissy fit. Or if you're the coach, yeah, to me, because hey, you get a kid and he does really good, then he, he's going to go to the school where he can get uh, more money. Um, I want to ask you this, and I want some callers to call in um, and give us their opinion. Um, I understand Florida State being upset. I understand the president. I get the AD. I get the players. I get Mike Norvell. You're fighting for your players. This Ron DeSantis coming out talking about putting a million dollars in the budget to, he's, he's to, ridiculous. to sue uh, the playoff committee. Well, once the once the, the president once the um, the budget is set. The playoffs are already going to be played, so you're just doing that kind of stuff for attention. I get. Do you think um, you're running for president? Do you think? Yeah, but you know you're making people in other states oh, mad. Do you think? Do you think Florida State should have just taken the high road uh, and just? You know, I did see where uh, their quarterback went on a social media deal where. Uh, Jalen Milrow was and said, "Hey, man, go win it all." And when he did that, he got so many positive remarks about him, what kind of classy person he was. I think this was an opportunity. Yeah, say you're upset. I get it. But then to say, I don't know. I think they should take it. They should take the high road a little bit. I think I think you're right. I think, I think they need to fuss, and I think they need to disagree. And I, and they are hurt, and I can uh, I understand that. Uh, but to carry it. Uh, court-wise and sue, and that's DeSantis doing it. DeSantis is 
is going to fight Trump for the presidency uh, nomination when it's all over. Uh, they're having that thing tonight, I think, in, in Tuscaloosa. So um, I, I think I think you can just stop it. But it, the player, no, it's not going to change. And um, it's you know you can have all all kind of ideas about it, and you have you have uh, a lot of people who feel like that they can use their that that football's over with, and not basketball people they can use this to wear people out on ESPN and everything else to make arguments so they'll have a good good show. So I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the committee was in a tough spot. Now, if they they were were taking Florida State, Alabama people would have been going crazy. So they got it right. Uh, They got, you know, they could have put Georgia in, but there was nobody else to leave out. Texas beating Alabama put Texas in ahead of Alabama. So for Florida State, that was just it's an unfortunate thing. They they should know. Even the athletic director at Florida State should know what a tough spot this committee was put in with the injury, uh, trying to make sure you have great games, uh, watching that Alabama knocks off a team with a 29-game win streak uh, there. And so they tried their best to get it right. They felt terrible about having to do this to Florida State. This was the first year that they really left somebody out that probably there was five deserving teams. So I think they they should take the high road a little bit more now. Uh, you get – you catch more flies, and that—that that what they say. No, you catch more flies with honey. Uh, so if they would have come out and just said, "Hey, we understand. We just feel sorry for these players. We support college football. We support this committee. We look forward uh, to continuing to grow our program. Uh, maybe uh, when it's a twelve-team playoff, these things won't happen." I think they would have gained a ton of fans, but now they're starting to get people to. Uh, turn on them by the way they're acting. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Morning. Good morning, Barry. First of all, what I want to uh, tell you is just remember this conversation that me and you and Cowboy had at the first of the year. Who did he say was going to be the starting quarterback? You need to wear him out when he calls back in. Who did, Who did, he, say did he, Buck- say? he say Buckner? Yep, he did. Don't. Yeah. And I, 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 I wear. I wore him out yesterday when I talked to. Him. Okay. And if I had to jump, got jumped on me with it, and I had it. He said, "Yes, I did, finally." Yeah. But uh, now he's going back to Notre Dame to play lacrosse. Oh, is that where From he's going? Understand. Is that where he's going? Notre well, Dame. That's what I. That's what I saw last just the evening. Okay. Uh, but this thing about the committee, I think, got it right. Unfortunately, the NCA didn't do their job, and that's why. And that's a big part. Florida State or Georgia's not in because they did. Michigan has no business being in there. They're cheaters, and and we're going to show them what we do with cheaters. And that's just all I got to say. Uh, okay. Who do you play next, Barry? Uh, Hill, last night. Hillcrest play Hillcrest uh, on Friday. A really good Hillcrest team. So. Uh, we played okay. last night, and uh, we played Hillcrest on Friday. So, did you win last night? We did. We we won last you night. Did, you're doing pretty good, Barry. What you what you lost one game? Yeah, we're nine and one. So the kids are playing that's well. Wonderful. That's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, and oh, have you had a chance to read your dad's book? Yes. That's like wonderful. I, I'm in the middle of reading it now. It's yeah, uh, Coach. 
you amaze me. Uh, the book is just like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, not scared to tell them what you're thinking. And, you know, the book, uh, book was well written. Thinking. I had something to do with it, but... Um, well... Did you, uh, thank, you, Bryce. Uh, thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. Did you see, Dad, that Cliff Ellis retired? Cliff Ellis, uh, let me say this in the right way, uh, has been trying to get uh, to a certain number in wins until almost. He, Cliff Ellis uh, is a friend. It, it, it's almost funny. Uh, and he, he got to that number, I think. But he lost more games than any coach has ever lost in the history of NCAA basketball. I think somebody was calling me the other day to tell me that. I did not see that. Cliff Ellis uh, was. Uh, yeah, he's uh, retiring, and uh, I mean, like immediately. So somebody, the assistant coach, uh, I can't remember, Benny Moss, yeah. or maybe has taken over. Uh, and Coast Cliff is now at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, he's on the board with J- Jimmy Rain and yeah. myself and, and, and Larry Blakeney uh, on the board for trying to raise money to uh, – Jimmy raises plenty of that to uh, give the kids to go to college. So he's been a good friend, uh, and I actually wrote a letter on his behalf to get in the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. And uh, I think it, it helped a great deal. So um, – all right, I thought it was worth mentioning that. All right, we'll take the break here. We got a call holding. Uh, check on that call there for now. No, Royal Cleaners, pick up and delivery. They'll come right to you. Pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. You got the holiday parties coming, but you don't have time to get to the cleaners, and they'll come right to you. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851. Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, only one choice in this community, and that's Royal Cleaners, 205 391 Zero zero three four. You list the tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Point nine traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things pretty quiet on the roadways. No delays. If you see problems, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to ten thousand dollars. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. A two-month investigation by the West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force has led to the arrest of 24-year-old Ifan Giuseppe Carter, a convicted sex offender from California. He's accused of communicating with a minor in Tuscaloosa. He was arrested in L.A. and will be extradited to Tuscaloosa. Further charges are pending in the case. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today, colder, the high 52. Tonight, a freeze likely clear with a low at 30. Tomorrow and Friday, the sky mostly sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow, 59. The high Friday at 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline, bring Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. 
Jamie Chadwick. Y'all are familiar who Jamie Chadwick is. Yes, right? at Liberty that was at Coastal Carolina. That right. Correct? This educator, this educator listeners. That's what that's what I want to do before I take y'all through this. Okay. He was one of the final three at Auburn. Didn't get the job. Hugh did. He takes over Hugh's team and he goes thirteen and oh. Hugh lost his last four games there last year. Last four games last year. He beats in Conference USA championship game, New Mexico State, 49 to 35. Hugh Freeze lost to that team two weeks before that at Auburn, a 25 point favorite and lost by 21 points. So let's just keep up with Mr. Chadwick and see what he continues to do in his bowl game. He gets them their first big bowl game. And Hugh was there, I don't know what, three, four years and never accomplished that. So let's see if Auburn down the road has hired the wrong man. And Wimp, here's my question for you. What is Jimmy Raines waiting on? I know he doesn't have Phil Knight's money. But Phil didn't waste no time getting that kid to Oregon. He's already, you know, it's already public. What's Auburn waiting on for a quarterback? Well, I think behind behind the scenes, they're probably looking at several of them. Uh, They've got two fractions down there. Jimmy's not the only fraction with money. And there are two fractions. Unfortunately, uh, these fractions at, at Auburn, instead of going with each other, sort of go against each other. Uh, the year I was worked for Jimmy, uh, I think they're they're looking. I, I I think it's a good question. There are a lot of quarterbacks that uh, are available. I think uh, if you get word to them that you're giving big time money, and uh, I think we know they're ha- getting the word to. Well, I don't we know, know that. I just think it hadn't been announced yet, or I think it will be announced that they'll get somebody that's. That's big time, especially with this this ruling right here goes through. Uh, I think they'll get somebody, certainly, uh, no doubt. You think, well, you think they're flipping these guys, Joe, with some of this money? Is that how they're flipping these five-star guys? Oh, yeah, they done flipped four, four guys already, but they okay. ain't flipped the quarterback. Well, they, they, That's they, what I can't the, get over. Well, the portal just opened on Monday. It's Wednesday. Uh, so I'm sure they yeah, want to. You want to make sure you get the right one, Joe. And then, I mean, they got to get them on a visit and – well, it's not that easy. Barry, I'm, the ones I'm talking about flipping, are we talking about the same ones? I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know who's flipping. The boy from Clanton that was committed to Auburn, they went in and bought him. The wide out from Georgia that was committed to Georgia, they went in and bought him. They got the A&M kid this week that was committed to A&M. I guess my point so, is, what quarterback do you want them to already have? Well, my point is this. You've got one that you want, and you saw what Oregon did to Oklahoma. What Phil Knight did, they went and got him. What's Auburn waiting? And then I know Jimmy Raines, and Wimp made a good point there, but I want to ask Wimp on his point about the two factions. you telling me that Jimmy can't go buy a quarterback, Wimp? Is that what you're oh, telling I don't, me? I, and for, all I know, for all I know, Joey may have already held. I, I think Jimmy stays out of it until they ask him. Now, that, that's the well, truth. He, 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 does, he, he waits until they call him and say to him, we, we we need to do this or that. 
Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. I thought that Hugh Freeze and them were good recruiters, and they work hard at it. Uh, whether they're doing the right thing or not, I, you know, I don't. I can't answer your question because I don't know who they're after. As Barry said, it's just been three days, and the problem you have, Joe, is that I go in there and offer him something. You find out what I've offered him, and you re-offer him. And now I got to come back and re-offer you re-offer. <laughs> Don't you got to make sure to? I mean, you have all these guys going in the portal. You got the Ohio State guy, the Oklahoma guy. You got Duke's guy, but you got to make sure you get the right one as well. So I'm sure they're evaluating everybody that's in the portal and trying to figure out. All right, this, is the, one, one. this yeah. is the one that we want. Uh, get them down there. Get them on the visit. They just legally got into the portal starting Monday. So you can't even contact them till then. So these guys will start taking visits, but they got to make sure you're, it's like drafting, Joe. You got to make sure you get the right one, right? Yeah, Barry, all it takes is a dollar figure. You yeah, know but, which one, but do you know which one you want? If you go out there and just pick any one, you didn't even have to recruit them. Do you know well, which one you, or don't you want to evaluate, make sure you get the right one? They just waited and waited this last go around, and look what they ended up with. Yeah, well, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have the answer for you. I wish I could answer it, but I, 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 I would, I'd be lying to you because I don't, I don't have the answers to how far they are with anybody. I bet you, when it's all said and done, they get a big time quarterback down there, Joe. Don't you when think so? Did you watch? I, there's no reason. They already, already had him, Barry. That's my point. They already <laughs> had him. I can't, I can't answer that one. I'm sorry. He talks to Jimmy every day. But I'm saying, which uh, what quarterback that's gotten in the portal, they're, they're going to go get a freshman. What, who's already committed that, they, what, that they've lost? Well, it looks like to me there's no quarterbacks out there wanting to go to Auburn. Oh, really? Hmm. Not, not, not yet. We've been here. He's been there for over a year, and we're starting in the, the next go around, and ain't nothing happened yet. But we'll see. Hey, uh, Wimp, did you watch the end of Ole Miss and Memphis? Uh, I did watch most of. It. I can't recall watching the end of it. Uh, Ole Miss has gotten in some players. They haven't played a real tough schedule. Memphis's team they beat, and Memphis has, has improved yeah, their it, their coaching. Uh, but I did not. I did not. Did you I'm say not, well, this is uh, y'all want to guess? Who took the last two shots, the last two trips down the court Quinterly. to try to win the game? Quinterly. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Uh, you know, he was our leading scorer against yeah, Missouri. Yeah, Miss. Well, that was a great win because Memphis led the entire game just about. You got uh, it. But to, to my point last week, you look at that environment, that beautiful arena they got there, it's time for Alabama to step up, Joe. Uh, what a, what an environment they had in there. And Chris Beard's going to do nothing but grow that thing. Over there, they had a great environment in there for that game. So you're still wanting a ten thousand seat arena, and it's going to take you two years to get it. Is that what you're saying? I don't know how long it's going to take us to get it. I'll take any. I don't want the arena. Yeah, with the with the seating arrangements that creates a big time home court advantage with the students all around the court. Raise the other seats where the big money people don't have to stand up all the time. They can they can sit and look right over the students. Yes. It's time. Well, Williams, Williams ate us up other night in that Clemson game. You heard what he said, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like should be sense. sold out. There's yeah. no excuse for this. This team is good as this team. But when you got 15,000 seats and all everybody can talk about is, is Florida State getting left out in Tuscaloosa, you know. Who said, who said, that? Jay, who said Wh- that? Jay Williams. Played at Duke, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, he lost his job on the morning thing, and now he's got to go out. And Anybody that ride a motorcycle and loses everything he'd be able to do. I'm telling you, that was as bad as the uh, baseball player for Atlanta Gantt. Yeah. That was the stupidest. Him and, him and Gantt have the most stupid mistakes in their lives on yeah. motorcycle accidents. Yeah. Lost millions and millions of dollars. Right. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, let's quit talking about Florida State. I, I like your show. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right, back down to the Yellowwood Highline, get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Hey, 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 Barry. Um, do you think we can get 20 million viewers for the Alabama-Michigan game, or do you think they'll fall short of that? They had 17.2 million viewers for the Georgia-Alabama game. Yes, because it'll be the only game being played. Uh, so, uh, yes, I think they can get to 20 million, don't you? That's, that, that, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? I think they can, yeah. I think they can. Yeah. Um, that game in Pasadena, what time is kickoff Alabama time? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Four, four o'clock. Um, no, the poll closes January the 2nd. Say that again? Is that right? The portal? Yeah, it closes January 2nd, and the final is January the 8th. Yes. Yeah. What do you, what do you think that's going to mean for, for Alabama right now as far as the portal? As far as guys going in or going and getting guys, or both? Both. I know Coach is probably, uh, probably they're looking at, uh, that's why you probably want to have the meetings, trying to figure out who's coming back, who's leaving, because they, they need to know where they're going to be thin, who's going pro, they're getting those grades back, he's talking to all those guys. They'll be very selective, like always, to who they take in the portal. And I don't think they'll, you know, if a guy's playing here, uh, a lot. They're not going to lose them. It's it's the it's the backup guys that they're going that they could possibly lose. I don't know how all that works with uh, with the Pasadena and all that. I mean, those kids are going to want to go. I don't know what what coach would say if if they come in and want to get in the portal. He would discourage them, but they they can't wait, can they? Uh, they got to get in. That's there, right. right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what because they, I, I'm with you. I mean, I think it's a the time frames on there to kind of kind of help Alabama, and then they kind of hurt Alabama because if they got beat on January second, you know, you probably would would have a you might have a bunch of guys portal out right after that. They probably got a few guys over there they want to go to the portal that they don't want to bring back, so they got to handle that as well. Encourage them to encourage them to. Fine, you know, maybe they made a mistake in recruiting and need that scholarship. Uh, so, I, Coach, will, he'll he'll handle it all. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. Sure. So, he's got more staff yeah. over there. He, he probably got just people looking there by in the portal, and they'll, they'll take care of it. So, Well, it's going to be interesting to see if, if Alabama wins it all. That I don't think Alabama has to recruit the portal. I think they can kind of select. Uh, maybe not yeah. with, the, with the NIL money, but – uh, if they need a defensive back, they probably can go get one. Just select which one well, they want. So, well, Whip's Whip's still sort of throwing that uh, retirement thing around. I see. <laughs> he knows something. Yeah, I don't think he's retiring. I don't either. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Two-minute truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. If you just need things moved around the house, they can do that for you as well. Anything you need moving-wise, 
Only one choice. It's two men in a truck, 205-247-5050. It's two men in a truck. Movers, who care? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a couple of active wrecks on the board. We got one on McFarland eastbound before Lurleen in Northport, another one on 69 northbound. This is at Bobby Miller Parkway. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Foot. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If you're going to build, build it to last. Only one choice, that's Yellowwood. Yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. All right, phone lines are open, 205-342-9904. We'll talk with Bill Cameron in the second hour. We'll ask Joe's question, how close is uh, Hugh Freeze to landing that quarterback? They ended up settling on Peyton Thorne uh, last year, which I don't really think. I think they need better than Peyton Thorne. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline, get little Al in. Good morning, little Al. Hey, good morning, coaches. How y'all doing? Good, man. How are you? Fine. Right. You know, one of the funnest things about this whole college football playoff selection committee stuff has been listening to all the, uh, I guess, anti-Alabama fans calling in and and feigning, you know, uh, sympathy for for FSU. You know, they, they, they couch their comments in fairness and all this sort of thing, and then Ultimately, they end up admitting that they're like an Auburn fan or something, and it just sucks that Alabama got in. <laughs> and it's just it's funny listening to it wide. And well, you think of all, think all the things that had to happen for Alabama to get there, the fourth and 31, oh, yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. Then you got to go oh, beat yeah. a team uh, with a 29-game winning streak. Uh, incredible to do that. And then Florida State quarterback to get hurt a few weeks ago, which is unfortunate. Them not to play – be very impressive in that game. A lot of, a lot of things had to, you know. And then when you're ranked eight, to go from eight to four, that really stings. Uh, if you're not an Alabama yeah. fan, yeah. so anyway. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's got to butt hurt really, really, really bad. And again, it's it's it's, it's part of the whole, uh, you know, rivalry and everything. So taking a lot of a lot of joy in it, and the fact that that uh, grave digger play just gets more and more important every step Bama takes in this year, you know. Um so I, I think I think all intents and purposes, uh fourth and thirty one, you know, it's 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 gonna take on the same um the same mantras to kick six that we've endured for ten years. Yeah, I, I tell everybody they should blame the defense coordinator at Auburn. It's his fault if they just right. they defended that better. <laughs> one play. One play and Alabama's not in the college football playoff, but uh, give Alabama credit. All Auburn's they, fault. Yeah, they it's made, all Auburn's that's fault. Right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, I will. I uh, will say this too, coach. Uh, trek over into basketball a little bit. What's the value of winning a college football um, championship, dollar wise, to the university athletic department? Yeah, that. What, I mean, yeah. Anybody know? Deb. As far as football is concerned. 
Well, yeah, because what I'm thinking of, just, just let me tell you where I'm going. Couldn't couldn't a daggum, you know, uh, dividend of that size uh, put a nice down payment on a basketball arena and, and, and share the love? Well, yeah, I, I'm sure it could. Uh, I think um, I think recruiting-wise, you'd be surprised, even more so than when I was there, uh, that the name Alabama, even though it's basketball, interests people in visiting. Uh, it mm-hmm. really does good players to visit. It, it did to some extent uh, when I would get Coach Bryant to call certain players if, if those players and their dads kept up with, with basketball. And most mm-hmm. of them did because they were players. So um, I, I don't know about the money part because I, I, the athletic directors know that more about that than I do. But uh, it certainly would be a, a lot of money, no doubt about it. Yeah, it would be huge. And, you know, obviously whenever you have a big-time basketball recruit on campus, you're going to want him to meet Coach Saban. Uh, you know, that's a big deal there to yep. take him over there and take him in that office and let Coach sit down with him. Uh, you, the parents, uh, the kid, uh, they're in awe when they walk in there uh, <laughs> to sit down with with Coach. So that, uh, I know Coach is very helpful, Coach Oates, and, uh, you know, helping those guys as much as possible. In when, I was, when I was there, it was, it was, it, uh, they would use football against me and recruiting against me mm-hmm. uh, yep. pretty, pretty heavily. And I'd have to go in and the best I could and untie that. And we untied it pretty good, but it, they did. They did wear me out on it. Yeah. Well, coach, you 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 uh you seem to have done a good job of it. I'll say that much. I had more yeah. fun watching watching you uh, in them plaid blazers, man, yeah. when I was in school. So. Well, we had good players <laughs> and, and we got them to play hard, and that was that was a big that was the big plus for us. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. I just uh, if I if I don't call back in between now and then, just just Merry Christmas to you Thank guys. You. And, Thank uh, you very much. Enjoy. Appreciate it. Bring y'all bring a nice. Uh, I love all your your callers that call in. You know, and uh, tell us what's going on, especially uh, especially the man from Mississippi. Uh, is he still is that where he still lives? Max uh, Howell. Max Howell. Yeah, Max is yeah. over Mississippi. Yep, yep. Max, good. Yeah, That's I like good. Old Max. Thank you, Merry Lyle. Christmas to you, Max. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so there you go. Um, yeah, the Alabama Michigan game, uh, that's at four o'clock. Um, that particular day, uh, you start off with the 11 o'clock. Wisconsin takes on LSU. LSU's a 10 and a half point favorite. Uh, Liberty will take on Oregon at noon. Uh, Iowa, Tennessee at noon. And then, uh, to, I can't remember whose question it was. Alabama-Michigan will be the only game being played at the 4 o'clock slot. So I all, guess I got a blue plate one. All eyes. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to ask you that. We, I need to talk with you. I was so good. I hate. I, I like to be bragging about what, what how the year came. But I, was, like. I was doing some invoicing yesterday, and I said, well, I guess the blue plate's over. I can't invoice Chuck. So, Chuck, we need you to keep. Uh, keep doing the blue plays. Uh, Chuck said he's taking you to dinner. Uh, I guess he he wants well, money off the plate. Well, I, I the uh, the ones that you named today, just now, mm-hmm. I have one in mind. Now, do you think these bowl games, uh, not the semifinal games, but these bowl games, if you've got uh, now, I know Caleb Williams is out, but let's say this. Uh, Bowl that LSU's in the um, what bowl is that? The Raymond James Stadium. That's just the uh, Real Quest Bowl. Is that right? Rely Quest Bowl. 
do they pump NIL money towards LSU's quarterback to make sure that he plays? Do they get him money through NIL deals? Because if he plays, more eyes are on the game. So I think these bowls should probably have the stars in the games and help them with NIL. I'm pretty sure that will be going on. Most is, the, uh, is the Heisman uh, presented before that? For yes, yeah, this weekend. This okay. weekend. So if he wins the Heisman, they're going to want the Heisman Trophy winner playing in the bowl. And I would imagine the way that the Southeast does a job of really trying to vote, I would imagine he's going to be very, very close to winning it. I think he's going to win it. The Fiesta Bowl, you got Oregon and Liberty. Bo Nix has already said he's going to play in the bowl. Bo Nix will probably make money, right, uh, sure. for playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Should those guys make money? For playing in the bowls, those guys that uh, you know really don't need to play, uh, I think they probably should. That, that will help the bowls uh, be better. It'll draw more eyes. So I think these guys will make. Biggest some. thing you have as the coach is to find out who's not going to play. Yeah, yeah. Like last year, we were shocked Bryce Young played. We thought he, you know, it may have been better for Jalen Milrose's development for him not to play where they could have. Uh, just played in there. But uh, anyway, all right, we'll take this break. We'll come back. Uh, open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Look forward to visiting with Bill Cameron in 815. That's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a couple of active wrecks on the board. We got one on McFarland eastbound before Lurleen in Northport, another one on 69 northbound. This is at Bobby Miller Parkway. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. The Birmingham Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today, colder, the high 52. Tonight, a freeze likely clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow and Friday, the sky mostly sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow, 59, the high Friday at 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 38 degrees in Tuscaloosa. For more from Tide 100.9, let's it fly! on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, looking real quick, let's go through these um, SEC teams in bowl games. Dad, and you tell me, if you think these teams will be motivated and ready to play. Uh, the first game uh, for the SEC is the um, Tax Act. The, the, what is that called? I, can't, I don't need my glasses. Uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl uh, in Houston, Texas. Texas A&M, 7-5 will take on Oklahoma State. Uh, Mike Elko obviously won't coach the game. He just hired Kansas State's offensive coordinator. Everybody's real fired up about that. But uh, – um, just your thoughts, uh, A&M, three-and-a-half-point favorite there. I know they had LT Overton, a uh, local kid here that's supposed to be a big-time player, just went into the transfer portal. Uh, well, A&M, with the new coach, I would think those players would want to press their new coach. So I would think with him being there, just overseeing everything, I would think A&M would be ready to play in this game. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think they're 
Yeah, I think probably so. Both of them are land-grant schools. You know what I think about land-grant schools. Oklahoma State people love their school, uh, although they got smashed by Texas pretty badly. And A&M loves their school, and they haven't been able to win a championship. I think it'll be a so-so game. I don't have any idea about it, but um, being ready to play, um, um, I guess Oklahoma State will be ready to play. They really got trounced pretty good. But uh, to pra- I don't know what kind of practice they have. But to be the first game uh, to be played on that on that 27th day on Wednesday, uh, it's probably um, a factor that you know, they're through after that. They ha- they're going to have Christmas at home so, uh, pretty quick after that, so we'll see. Uh, on Friday, two days later, uh, Clemson uh, traveled down to Jacksonville, Florida yeah. in the Tax Slayer good. Gator Bowl, uh, take on Kentucky. Uh, Coach Stoops uh, obviously was rumored to go to A&M. He, he's back there. Uh, Clemson, uh, Dabo felt disrespected after he had his little rant. I don't think they lost after that. They're 8-4, and four, Kentucky 7-5. Clemson, seven-point favorite. Uh, your thoughts about the mindset of both of these teams? Well, been? both these mindsets are, are affected by the weather. Uh, they go, go get down to Jacksonville, Florida. It's not going to be uh, like it is in Miami, but it's going to be nice, and they're going to enjoy that part of it. And and both teams, uh, uh, Kentucky probably, if you wanted to judge it, would say that they 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 achieved or are close to overachieving, and Clemson underachieved according to the AP people. Uh, so uh, I would I would say it'd probably be a pretty good football game. I think and Clemson is somewhat better if they can defend the Kentucky's running game. Uh, they probably win, but it'd be a big good ball. Uh, here's a here's a big bowl. Uh, the Goodyear yeah. Cotton Bowl, Missouri, ranked yeah. number uh, nine, will take on Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State's quarterbacks in the portal. I think Missouri will be more excited to play Ohio State. Yeah. This game's in AT and T Stadium, right there in Arlington, Texas. Missouri surprisingly is a one. Maybe it's not surprisingly is a one point favorite against the Buckeyes. Uh, well, we don't really get the appreciation of of, 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 of Missouri's fans. Uh, they've been better than we thought to start with. They, you know, especially when they started winning, they really came out. Uh, I think they're, you know, I will, I'll have, I'll have to get uh, some guys on from out there, but I, I think it'll be a good game. Ohio State is a little bit overrated, in my, my opinion, all year. Uh, Missouri is one of these teams on the, on the upswing. Uh, I think it'll be a good football game, and I think it'll be an interesting football game for the, you know, for the press and people to watch because it's interesting to see what uh, a team in the SEC who is middle of the road uh, picked wise uh, plays against a team that was the very top of the heap at, at, the, at the Big Ten. All right, Chick Fil A Bowl. Uh, don't yeah. like the time of this game. It's eleven in the morning. Um, yeah. And so sometimes it's Atlanta. hard to have those kids in Atlanta. Ole Miss will take on Penn State. I uh, don't want Penn State to win. I don't think they will, but they're favored. They're, uh, Penn State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite against uh, Ole Miss that can uh, really score. Uh, you surprised that line a little bit? I think Ole Miss Maybe a little bit. Penn State's not a real a great – has not been a real great offensive team. Ole Miss is, uh, is a bag of tricks and good offensively and uh, – Defensively, I think they've done a good job with them. Although people didn't like, you know, didn't like the defensive coordinator that left left there from Alabama and went there. They've done a nice job with their team, and and to go, I think uh, ten and two. Uh, I, I believe that's correct. Yeah, that's uh, right. uh, they 
they certainly are well deserving and and they had a terrific a terrific year. So uh, good for them. All right, uh, then at four o'clock. Uh, no, I'm sorry, one o'clock on ABC and up in Nashville. Uh, so that's a nice uh, trip. Uh, the Music City Bowl, Auburn uh, will play Tulia Tonga Valoa. Yep. Uh, up there, both teams, uh, yeah, six and six, seven and five. Auburn uh, is favored in this game at uh, two and a half. Yeah, he's a he's a, a, a good player. He's a, a a different kind of kid than his brother. If you listen listen to him interview interviewed, it's, he's comes off a little different. Um, Georgia's uh, excuse me, Florida Auburn's pass defense needs to be good because they're going to score in bunches. Uh, they're very, they'll throw over the front line of the defense a lot. Uh, they've been good and bad, um, but this should be a good matchup. Auburn have a lot of people there, a lot of people in Nashville. And uh, Maryland, it'll be a home field advantage, certainly, for Auburn. Yeah. All right. Uh, this will be the most interesting game mentally for me to yeah. see how these two teams yeah. play. Georgia, Florida State, uh, yeah. Hard Rock down in Miami. Uh, I'm sure the coaches will... Uh, try to make this a, a fun trip, uh, you know, not really a business trip. Uh, these teams are are hurting, not being in the Final Four, both of them. Uh, currently, Georgia is a 14-point favorite in the game. Their quarterback will be back, so uh, I think Kirby uh, has a way of pushing the buttons and have his team ready. Uh, so let's break this one down. The well, team. I think Kirby Smart has done an excellent job of doing of being disappointed but not showing it. Uh, I don't think uh, he hadn't cried. He hadn't carried on. He's he's talked about his team. He's he's been down to earth with it. Uh, disappointed yet in his stomach. Uh, disappointed with his family, I'm sure, and their team. I think he does an excellent job. I'm I'm a I'm a big Kirby Smart fan. I just I, I knew him a little bit when he was over here. Um, they'll they'll go into that game and as much as they can, they'll be ready to play. Well, 100 percent probably not. Uh, Florida State probably not, uh, but I think it's for a team that had won 29 in a row and uh, was sitting there to go to number one and be in the, in the final four. To to lose that uh, is uh, is a uh, something in your stomach and in your mouth and your throat. So I think, I think Georgia will come to be be as ready to play as they can be, not fully ready, but but uh, good enough to win. Yeah, and don't. People, if Florida State gets trounced, don't say, "Well, the committee got it oh, right." See, I do. told you they weren't they weren't any good. Uh, they're going to have a hard time getting themselves ready. They'll have opt out, so this is not going to be a, a judgment as to whether the committee got it right or not as to how they play against. Uh, it will be. But well, you're I know right. That's what people will say. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. Uh, we'll slide on down to Skyland. Yeah, we got two more bowls. We'll we'll get to those as well. Uh, in the second hour. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend East Rex, we do see some, we do see a backup on US 43 at McFarland and slow traffic on McFarland at Northbrook Drive. 69 stop and go from Bear Creek all the way into Scotland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Eddie Garcia. News from the NFL where Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence suffered a high ankle sprain in the Monday night loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. The ankle, according to the team, looks stable. They're going to assess him as the week goes on, and they have not yet ruled him out for Sunday's game in Cleveland. In the NBA, we had the final two in-season tournament quarterfinal games. Bucks beat the Knicks 146-122. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 35 points, 10 assists. Damian Lillard, 28 points to win for Milwaukee as they will next face Indiana in one semifinal in Las Vegas. Lakers beat the Suns 106-103. LeBron James, 31 points and 11 assists. Anthony Davis, 27 points and 15 rebounds. L.A. will face New Orleans in the other semifinal in Las Vegas. College basketball, two games featuring ranked teams going toe-to-toe. Number five, UConn beat number nine, North Carolina, 87-76. 20th-ranked Illinois, a winner over 11th-ranked Florida Atlantic, 98-89. There was one upset, Grand Canyon knocking off number 25, San Diego State, 79-73. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knifer is my Allstate Insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. I was with Andrew uh, last night at the basketball game, so he was supporting uh, the Jags last night. So we appreciate Andrew uh, doing that. But he's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. You're looking for home, life, auto. Don't just pay the bill. Know exactly what you got, what you need. You want to have... Uh, a local agent that can take great care of you, and Andrew and his staff are the ones to do that. 205-722-9201. Go to the Facebook page, Andrew Knifer, Allstate Insurance. All right, we're going to drive right here out of the studio. We're going to take a left on Skyland Boulevard and go down to Tuscaloosa Toyota and bring in Justin Troll. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Good morning, Justin. How are you, sir? Hey, Justin. Man, I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Tell us the holidays are here. We've got Thanksgiving behind us, Christmas right around the corner. Uh, what's happening over at uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota this December? Yeah, so this time of the year is when they release holiday cash, um, special incentives on financing, special incentives on leasing, um, pricing. Everything is priced to sell at, at Tuscaloosa Toyota right now. We price all of our cars to, you know, to sell them, not what we hope to get. And right now is that time. Everybody knows it's the end of the year. Everybody knows it's December. It's Toyota-thon. The stars have aligned. And um, if you want the best deal right now, you can find it at TuscaloosaToyota.com, where we're not in love with any vehicle. We want to sell it, and that's where they're priced right now. And so if you're the person that says, I'm waiting on the best deal, wait no longer, you know, all of this stuff is priced, ready to go. And um, incentives. Financing, incentives, leasing, incentives on purchasing, pricing, everything right now. And you can find every bit of it right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Who sold more cars this month? You or Dad? Uh, he claims he's been sending you some people that uh, bought, I ain't a, grand, got commission check they bought a Grand Highland there the <laughs> other day. He's bragging, Justin. Has he sold any cars for you? <laughs> I have. Well, I'm, I need I need him to actually finish the sale, you know, because we got to get him. I told you about a month ago, we were just going to bring him in to do all the electronic stuff before somebody leaves. Yeah, I've done I've done so much with him that now he should know it. You know, he yeah. could better do it with a blindfold. I'm trying on to get my I'm trying to get my lights to dim. 
automatically, Barry. I have a real confusion. He should be able to teach a class, Justin. I'll tell you what you ought to do. When you sell a car, you just ought to give him his number, and he, he could probably help you out. Uh, well, I can't. I, get, I, can't, I don't know how to get my light. He's, he told me what bush button to push, and I pushed it, but I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. Right. Right you know, way. Barry, these cars, these cars now, um, the way they're built, um, they they do everything. Literally, it makes you lazy in the vehicle at, at some point because the lights dim on their own. Yeah. It, it basically drives itself. It keeps you in between the white lines. Uh, if you was to be that person that happens to fall asleep, it keeps you in the road and wakes you up and all yeah. that fun stuff. These these cars, have, it's unbelievable what's happened in the last 10 years and, and the evolution of the vehicles. It's, it's amazing. Well, tell us what you guys got on the lot. I know you've been talking about you guys had a lot on the lot to offer. If you want to come in and drive off something today, uh, what, what's on the lot over there right now, Justin? All right, here's the here's the deal. Pretty straightforward for any of our listeners out there that want to shop and get the best price. There's a reason that last month we sold 306 and 306 in November. It's probably a record because November, everybody knows in the car business, that's that's more of a slower month, but 306 is a unbelievable month, any any month. And so let me say this to you. Um, everybody for the last two years, you've seen where lots have had 12 to 15, sometimes five cars on it. And you said, I'm going to wait till they've got a lot of cars, they can make the best deal, all that kind of stuff right now sitting on our lot. And incoming as a whole for our whole inventory is 180-some-odd cars. And so, and that doesn't include the ones that's being built that's headed our way. So, you know, if you look at that and then you look over at the used, at the used inventory, our used inventory is sitting somewhere around a hundred right now. So that puts us a little over 200 cars on the lot. So if you're that person that's been waiting for the right time, the right, the right finance and all that stuff, like I told you earlier, the stars have aligned and now, now's the time to get the best deal where everything's been discounted. They all have good financing, so now's the time. Everything's there. Um, well over 200 cars in our inventory right this minute. Uh, talk about the website a minute, all the great things they can do on that. I know they can schedule a service. You can actually look at the vehicles that you guys have on the lot. Just talk about uh, if they want to do some pre-work, I guess, before they get down there, tell you what they can do on the website. Yeah, I mean, just an, just an example, I've got a guy that, that's buying a you know, a non-Toyota is something that you cannot find anywhere right now. The guy's been waiting two years on a Chevrolet Corvette, okay? The guy's been waiting on a brand-new Chevrolet Corvette. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. He gets on our website, and he finds that we've got a 23 model with 3,000 miles on it, Alabama Crimson Tide Red, Louisville Red, whatever you want to call it. He falls in love with it, and so he, he calls, and um, he talks to me. He's able to go online. He's able to uh, fill out everything as far as the application for financing. He's able to look at the car facts. He's able to look at 75 pictures of the car. He's able to do, he, he knows exactly every inch and square inch of that car, what the tires look like. He's able to see everything right there online. He's able to do everything online because it's made so easy. And so the process of the sale um, is all been done before he ever gets there. So when he shows up Saturday, I mean, his financing squared away. His He knows what the car looks like. All he's got to do is come in and sign a couple documents, and he's ready to go. So everything online, it doesn't matter if you're renting a car, if you're servicing a car, uh, buying a car, um, applying for financing, any of that type of stuff is very easy to do, and it's all right there at Tuscaloosa Toyota where it is not 
hard to navigate. You got some of these sites that are well, Lord, it, it takes. Tell him I'm not going to be there Saturday, so uh, he he needs to figure out the stuff on that one because I, I can't get there Saturday. Well, you got to drive that Corvette back to, <laughs> back to Kentucky. He can figure it out and play with all the gadgets on the way home. So yeah. absolutely, hey, absolutely, yeah. So everything's everything's easy right there, Barry. I mean it. it it is. I'm not saying it because it's our website, but you want to talk about something easy to navigate and don't create a headache, that website at TuscalsToyota.com is where it all starts. Justin, we appreciate you, my man. Uh, Thank you. You guys uh, sell a lot of cars. Sounds like this ad's really paying off for you, all the cars that you're selling. So you guys are awesome. Hey, hey look, it's is there not a is, what what are we doing this week? Is there a blue plate? There's what no, we taking the no, week off? Crap. There's no games. I, I, can't, I can't win all the time. There's, well, what did you at the end, at the end? What did you what ten, was the record? Uh, ten and four. He's got army yeah. army navy this weekend. If he wants to pick that army. No, I've, I've got a, I've got a bold blue plate already picked out. Oh, there you go. I see. He's already he's already studying. I tell you, Shove I've got a no. I've got to check. I've got to double check the line. I'm not. I haven't got it. Shove got it, it picked out. Shove it all in, Justin, on the bold blue plate. Shove it all. Hey, in. you need to. Hey, wimp. You you yeah. need to get with your guy that comes on on Monday and talks golf. Maybe in this time period where there's some dead time, maybe you can do some counseling with him on picking. Yeah, well, what we need to do is have my my picture on a billboard with Barry, and have it have it inside yeah. the locker room and have Terry Older right above it. There you go. And, and uh, have my picture and Barry's picture and, and have a record of ten and four. Did you hear what that you what Doug Bell said on Monday, Justin? Dad's now, all I, upset. I called Doug. Listen. I did listen to Doug on Monday. I did hear he did hit the Alabama game, and he actually had probably his best weekend. Yeah, he was two and But I don't – Well, what he said was that they are dialing back the golf ball. So you better go buy your golf balls because they're going to make the golf balls go 10 to 15 yards shorter. Uh, And so for the tour, and it's the average golfer after – 2023, they're dialing back the golf balls, so you want men to go get you some golf balls for Christmas because that ball yeah. won't fly Wimps. as far. I'm selling Wimps cheap. Got enough golf. Hey, Wimp's got enough <laughs> golf balls. Yes, he don't have to worry about him. I ain't kidding. I'm, I'm selling them cheap. There you go. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> closet full of them, uh, Justin, up there. In That's right. So, have a great week, my man. We'll talk to you next Thank week. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, there's Justin out at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to tuscaloosatoyota.com, swing by Skyland Boulevard. That's a lot of cars, 300-something a month they sold, and I got 100-something coming, so uh, they're ready to make you a deal. Get over there and purchase that Grand Highland, the truck, the Toyota Camry, whatever you want, they'll have it for you. All right, well, Tim Horton just bought one. I saw a picture of his pretty wife on it. What color is it, Grand Highlander? Uh, I couldn't tell exactly. It may have been a, it may have been a, a gray, a, a, a silver or something, I believe. All right, we'll get to uh, Bill Cameron. We want to thank Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also will keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard it on the inside the locker room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today, colder, the high 52. Tonight, a freeze likely clear with a low at 30. Tomorrow and Friday, the sky mostly sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 59, the high Friday at 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We're getting right to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's with ESPN 106.7, the drive down in Auburn, Opelika, uh, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. Uh, Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Bill. Oh, morning. Bill, Bill is gone. We got to get Bill back. Uh, we lost Bill. Uh, so Noah will get Bill back. Um, and now we'll find out from for Joe as Auburn close to getting that quarterback. Uh, he wants some RDA. I guess he's referring to why didn't they get one last year maybe, but I don't know. There was a lot of great quarterbacks in the portal uh, last year. All right, well, there we go. We got, good morning, Bill. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was hearing a, uh, yeah, I was hearing a promo for Wimp, and it just, uh, it just went silent. I don't know how that is, though. The phones, phones can be at times. So how are you guys doing? We're good. Uh, we're doing uh, okay. Good. Um, we had a caller call it. Oh, we got a bad clicking noise Connection. there. We sure do. Yeah, we get that. I'll try calling him on his cell phone. Let okay. me see if that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we're going to try to get him back. Yeah, so Army-Navy is the only game uh, this weekend over in Gillette Stadium. Um, when are they going to give the lines for the, for the games? For what games? All the bowl games. They're out now. We just went over all the lines with you. The 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 betting line. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get the betting line at all. <laughs> what do you I didn't mean? hear I didn't hear I didn't hear you say who was the favorite. Yeah, we just went through all of those. Bill, are you with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. Does that uh, sound any better? Yeah, you, you had some kind of clicky noise. Uh, all right, let's uh, talk. They're, they're tapping my line, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Um, Auburn, we had a caller call in. He says, hey, they got to get a quarterback. Why have they not gotten a quarterback yet? I said, well, guys, the portal just opened on Monday. So I don't know uh, if they were not happy about the quarterback selection that they had last year and end up with Peyton Thorne. Where is, Alabama, where is Auburn in recruiting a quarterback for next season right now, Bill? You know, I, I really I really have the feeling just from uh, from folks that are over there covering – recruiting every day and around the around the football complex quarterbacks not the top not the top uh priority right now i think that hugh freeze feels like peyton thorne can be uh can be fine if they improve the players around him i mean there are a couple of ways of looking at it i mean there's not a salary cap uh but there is a limit to actually what you what you have resources wise nil wise and i mean if if what Matt Rule said is right, and I don't know why why he would say it if it wasn't. I mean, if a quarterback, a proven quarterback is going to cost you seven figures, would you be better served spending it on a quarterback and then have Peyton probably leave? The, uh, uh, there's a pretty good chance that at least one of the other quarterbacks is going to leave. But would you 
Uh, would you be better off spending seven figures and having a new quarterback and maybe an incoming quarterback as the only two quarterbacks on your roster and then not have money to be able to go out and sign a couple of defensive linemen and a, a couple of guys in the secondary? Or would you be better off trying to add more players around and have uh, more of your quarterback room? I think that's what they're looking at right now. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're not hearing so much buzz about Auburn and quarterbacks. Yeah, well, I thought maybe that, you know, if there's a great one coming out, I mean, one that everybody sure. established that was great and you had the money and the, 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 they think, you know, Jimmy Rain, everybody just going to jump right in and do it. I don't think it works like that. I think that, that basically um, you got to, you got to bid as well. It, it's, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit longer process than it's just been ha- happening for two or three days. Yeah, most quarterbacks, unless they already knew before they entered the portal, uh, and, and Riley Leonard, you know, sort of looked that way. He went into the portal with a do not uh, contact. Um, I think it looks like, you know, Auburn's been mentioned with him, and I think Auburn looked like a pretty good possibility for him before Notre Dame really set their sights on him. But here's, a, here's another thing. I was looking at this. I, I think some Auburn fans would be a little surprised uh, if you go to just the pro football focus and look at some of their numbers, they list drops by, um, by receivers and they, they list Auburn as having uh, 24 drops this past year. It seemed like there were more than that, but if, if, if you take those drops, add those, I mean, Peyton Thorne completed 63% of his passes. If you give him 18 of the 24 drops being caught, he completes 70% of his passes. You get a 70% passer. Then, uh, then, then you're okay at quarterback. What, what, what's Robbie Ashford? Uh, what, what is he eligibility wise? And do you th- see him coming back, or is he going to go somewhere where he can, uh, we can start? I'd be surprised if he comes back. I mean, a lot of people say, why didn't he play another position? Well, he does. He, you know, he feels like he's a quarterback. Uh, you know, he might actually um, take a look at at uh, baseball again, which is what he played at Oregon before he transferred to Auburn. But I really feel like if, if Robbie wants to be a quarterback, then he's this is his fourth year out of high school. So maybe he's getting close to graduating because I believe that's what he'd have to do if he wants to stay at this level and, and play quarterback. He'd have to graduate. Uh, Dad and I talk a lot about uh, you get to these bowls. It's uh, the team that wants to be there the most. Uh, that generally, if you can figure that out, that's probably where your money uh, should go. A lot of people opt out. I think a lot of these bowls uh, maybe use some NIL money to keep keep the stars in the game. But uh, Auburn, uh, we think they'll have a great crowd up in Nashville in the um, in the Music City playing at Nissan Stadium against Maryland. Uh, just what what is the buzz about this game? Is it too early, or, or you think they'll have a big big Auburn crowd there for this one? I, I think there will be a big crowd. I mean, uh, you know, if, if Auburn had been expected to win, you know, nine games or something and, and they go six and six and they're playing, you know, they, and they were expecting to be in a New Year's New Year's Bowl or something like that, yeah, it wouldn't be the same. But Auburn didn't make a bowl last year. And, and, and I think uh, a lot of the players on the team have expressed how excited they are to be there. Auburn hasn't won a bowl game in three years, so they don't have anybody on the team that has won a bowl game. So, um the fan base, I mean, everybody's still, you know, trying to get over a couple of weeks ago, but not. I think everybody's looking forward to being in Nashville. It, it's at a perfect time. It's, in a, it's on a Saturday afternoon uh, before New Year's Eve. So 
I think there I think there will be a big crowd up there in Nashville for it. Yeah, that. Uh, on the basketball front, uh, of course, a disappointing loss at App State. Uh, any thoughts at all about uh, Auburn's basketball team? As far as all the teams in the league have, have lost, except two of the teams, the Ole Miss and South Carolina, and uh, I think that that's coming for them too. Um, any, any thoughts on where they stand with their with their basketball? Well, yeah, that was obviously disappointing. I mean, you you that, and that's one of the reasons why. You, you better feel really good about your team when you schedule uh, a team like yeah. App State on the road. I know yeah. that Bruce still, you know, he still keeps talking about doing that and, and is going to continue doing it. The biggest disappointment right now has been that the last two ball games, Auburn had been able to shoot the ball. I mean, that's something that coming into the season, he was, uh, and, and everyone was, was really upbeat about this team's shooting ability. And they shot it pretty well the first few games, but uh, the last two games, they're five for 43 from outside the arc, and then to top that, they were nine of 19 at the free throw line the other day. And uh, you're not you're not going to win many games. I mean, they didn't turn it over that much. They played pretty good defense. That's been the that was the big concern coming into this year was were they going to play defense well enough? They've been pretty good defensively, so I, I still don't think that you know it's any it's anywhere near time to push the panic button yeah. because they're playing better defensively and they should come around shooting. The guy that's probably been the uh, uh, to this point hasn't uh, done what most folks expected has been Denver Jones, the Florida international transfer. I mean, he uh, he came in with a rep as a really good shooter. I watched him in practice, and man, he he really can shoot it. But uh, it's as though you know he doesn't have much confidence right now. He's used to being the guy, and that's that's one of the things about transferring in from a uh, smaller school where you've been the man. And now you're just one of the guys. And Auburn's got multiple players that can score it. And and he's just uh, he's struggling a little bit right now. He only took five shots the other day and didn't make one. So they need to get him going. Um, I'm sure the Auburn fans uh, were pulling for Florida State to get into the uh, Final <laughs> Four. Uh, you know, that's sort of tough. Auburn fans don't exactly love Florida State either. Yeah, so. yeah, but I'm sure uh, if they had to choose. Um, but, you know, you go, it goes down to that one play, that fourth and 31. If Auburn makes the uh, play there and wins that game, Alabama's not going uh, to the right. national championship. Is that, that's that got to sting a little bit if you're an Auburn fan, right, right, uh, Bill? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh... – it's been hard. It's been hard to get away from anything but that for for the last week plus, and then the uh, selection the selection show on Sunday has sort of uh, continued to top that. So so yeah, there, there's been it's been a lot of back and forth. It's funny because there were there were a lot of Auburn fans last week that have um, you know gotten tired of Georgia. That were that were uh, uh, saying you know Auburn needs to be pulling for Alabama. Those people I don't know if they've come out from under their rocks this week. After after the results this past weekend, but yeah, I mean it it is what it is. It's uh, you know I almost feel like Georgia got the shaft as much or more than Florida State did. I mean, you go from being the you go from being the number one team, and they talk about injuries, and I know they mean injuries that are going to keep players out for long term. But you tell me Georgia with a healthy Lad McConkey and Brock Bowers isn't one of the top four teams? I'll tell you with with. Without those guys full speed, they're one of the top four teams in the country too. Yeah, that. Uh, any changes on the Auburn football staff? That uh, I don't want anybody to lose their job, but any scuttlebutt on that? Uh, no, I mean you know, there's obviously the 
the scuttlebutt, the, the, the main focus has been, is, is Auburn going to keep Philip Montgomery as offensive coordinator? I do believe Zach Etheridge got an interview for the Houston job before Willie Fritz uh, got it. So, I mean, you've got some guys that, that, I mean, if the opportunity comes for them to move up to either be a head coach or a coordinator, uh, that would happen. But, you know, the way it is, you know the way it is, Whip. You're, you're, if you can avoid it, you're not going to hear anything about coaching changes officially until after those uh, high school and junior college players signed the 20th. Yeah, I don't know that you've looked at this this much, and I tried to study it this morning with the NCAA president coming out uh, wanting just to Oh, that, that, that was the biggest story we talked yeah. about yesterday. That's that takes a while to read through all that it's stuff. Ridi- it's a little bit ridiculous for for the people like UABs and Samfords and people. If they get a good player, they're gone. Uh, they look well. Oh, yeah. and it, it's a uh, it's what they're trying to do. As far as I can understand it, you I want you to correct because I think it's very knowledgeable. Uh, I mean, you have to be knowledgeable to understand it. Is that they're trying to find something concrete to to present to Congress, uh, and I don't think they can. Uh, it, it's uh, they're trying to find a, a a letter of the law that you go. I, I think it. I think it opens up opens it up even worse, in my opinion. But you, you go you ahead. What, tell it, well, you know what it sort of reminded me of. I mean, speaking of going to Congress, it, it reminded me of, of of the first drafts of legislation because it it just pretty much said we're going to turn everything basically over to the the haves in college football. Let them do whatever they want. Sign it. Sign as many players, have as many coaches, spend as much money, and yep. all control it by the schools. And then, then, it, then you know when that goes before the full NCAA that everything's not going to pass. But you put it all out there. Uh, I mean, my first thought is this is something. Yeah, this is something they'd like to take before Congress. But my feeling is this is something they're trying to do whatever they can to be able to hang on to those schools, saying. Here, we'll let you go handle football, but we want to hang on to you for the uh, for the other sports, especially the biggest cash cow that they have, and that's March Madness. Yeah, it's a, it's a confusing deal to me, Barry. Yeah, I just, uh, I, but they're trying to take out the dark alley uh, NIL money, trying to maybe put the schools back in, in charge of that. Um, and and so I, I just think put you it know, back in there. Yeah. So, but if you're, you know, but of course, I think we've gotten to the point now where, like, if a kid has to go to Middle Tennessee, um, he's still getting a scholarship. We act like now just getting a scholarship's not, not a big, not a big right. deal. That's a pretty big deal uh, to get a scholarship and take care of everything there. So now, if you're not getting NIL money, it's almost like something's wrong with you and I, I don't know like you hear some of these texas a&m players come out and say i know slice bread said we were all making piles of money but i got zero when i got here at least you know if the school's giving it to you you'd actually get the money right bill yeah it would it would probably be fairer to the players and you'd have more of sort of a um uh i wouldn't say since they're not going to be employees don't want to say a salary scale or something at like that, but you might have a better idea of what was expected from all. It's just uh, this this whole thing is so crazy. It is the most drastic yeah. proposal we've ever seen. It is one thing absolutely. we were, one, you know, one thing we were wondering about yesterday is that you know contributions to NIL collective aren't tax deductible. I wonder since they're calling this an enhanced education trust fund, yeah. if that might make it be tax deductible, and if it is. 
then there'd be a whole lot more people willing to give. Yeah, that that's gonna be it's gonna be big. But you know the the, the millions that some people have that some teams can get raised, other teams can't, and it yep. it just splits the goods from the bads a little bit, makes the bads worse. And I, I think uh, it's it's it, no, it, it, you're right. That's that, that's what I thought was really funny was if you read in that, I mean, the comments from the from uh, Charlie Baker were like, uh, this is this is something to give. Give the teams that have and have more yeah. resources uh, even more of an advantage. Yeah, I was telling uh, another subject, uh, Dad, earlier. I understand Florida State's frustration. I, I mean, I get it uh, from the president to the AD to the coach to the players, and now Ron DeSantis coming. I don't know what that's all about. What you going to sue them over what? <laughs> uh, at some point. Don't you have to just take the high road and say, hey, I understand this committee was put in a t- very tough situation there, um, you know, and, and somebody was going to be left out. This never really happened. We're going to go on. Don't you have to let it go a little bit? Uh, I think they're coming across now. It's it's a little bit too much, in my opinion, Bill. Yeah, it's easy to say when it's not your team that was unbeaten and didn't get in. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I understand. I agree. And, and it's funny. Even Auburn people have said, well, at least when Auburn got left out in 04, there were only two spots. Yeah. And the two spots were taken by unbeaten teams. Florida State is going to wind up being, because now that we go to 12, it's never going to happen again. Florida State is going to wind up being the only Power 5 team to go unbeaten and not make the uh, you know make the playoffs right. when, there were, when there were enough spots for them. So... Uh, that's gonna that's gonna sting for the Noel fans for for a long time. It is, yep. uh, but it did, didn't uh, the ACC vote against expanding the playoff this year? They were against it. If, if it, it was a twelve Absolutely team, did. So. I, I didn't think that was a coincidence. <laughs> and uh, so. the Florida State AD was one of the ones that was quoted when they when they didn't like they didn't like Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league, so they wanted to back off getting hurrying into the twelve team playoff. If they hadn't done that, they'd be in it. Yeah. So there you go. All right, uh, Bill, great stuff as always. T- one more thing. Talk about the yeah. play- players at Auburn. I know they got a, a flip from Texas A&M. They've been uh, doing a good job of flipping some of these guys. Tell uh, the listeners about the guys that they've gotten flipped. Yeah, the latest Cam Coleman from Central Phoenix City. He'll be playing tonight over at uh, Brian Denny. Yeah. Uh, that, that, is, that is a loaded, loaded Central team that Pat Nix has got. Uh, his quarterback. His quarterback's got ridiculous numbers. He's thrown for over 3,000 yards, 44 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Coleman is a big, athletic. I mean, he makes those uh, circus catches. But they've got a couple of other receivers that are big time. An underclassman named Upshaw and a uh, little little uh, slot guy that Auburn's offered as a walk-on. But, but yeah, Cam, 6'3", around 200, and uh, had been committed to A&M for a long time. And uh, when, of course, uh, Auburn's been working him and working him, and uh, that that was a that was a huge addition. Um, Auburn with uh, flipping Perry Thompson from Alabama and Cam Coleman from A and M. This is probably as good a looking receiver class as as Auburn has had in a long, long time. The only one I would think that would even compare would be the Aroma Shadu, uh, Obamana, Courtney Taylor class from uh, you know 15 years ago. Yep, Bill Turbo, they can find you and get all your great stuff down there. The Drive every day on ESPN 106.7. You can check us online at ESPNAU.com. Go to RadioAlabama.net. Uh, we'd love for you to join us. Uh, join us live, or you can check out the podcast later. 
All right, go get that quarterback. Got people wanting y'all to get a new quarterback down there. Go, go get him. Thank Send you. in the money. Send in the money. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. All right, guys, have a great week. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys that can do a good job for you if you had an unwanted accident or something occurred in your life that uh, causes you a, a real problem of getting around uh, an accident that uh, affects you. Uh, that could have been unnecessary. It was unnecessary for that to happen, whether it be uh, on purpose or, or accidental, uh, on the highway, at home, or it might be three four five one two three four is the number. And Prince Glover and Hayes are the associates that can go out and represent you. Go by seven zero one Rice Mine Road after you visited with them on the phone, and uh, they will sit down with you in a very honorly manner and give you all the information that you need you're a little bit upset about what's happened you don't know how to go about doing what needs to be done prince glover hayes has been through it with a lot of people give them a call three four five one two three four princelaw.net is the website always remember not one dime out of your pocket and if they don't win you don't pay all right we'll take the break phone lines be open the rest of the show 205 342 Zero four. You listed Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. We do see a backup on US 43 southbound at McFarland. McFarland stop and go from 69 down to the river. Everything else seems to be moving pretty well, but if you see conditions, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room here at TuscanSatoyota.com. Uh, we talked to Justin earlier in the hour. Swing by Skyland Boulevard. All right, go to the Tuscan Toyota hotline and get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How y'all this morning? We're good. You know, I thought Bill and y'all brought up the best point about the college football playoff committee. And nobody's really, some has talked about it, but not to uh, a degree that uh, that I think y'all did accurately, by the way. And that is all summer, all we heard was Florida State wants out. I'm Florida State and Clemson wants out, wants out, wants out. Don't you think, though, that Boo said, okay, you know what? You popped off all summer. Let's see how you like this. You're out of the playoffs. Uh, you know, Boo's always the face. He only has, I guess, Boo votes. He only has one vote there. Uh, you know, it's uh, – it's kind of ironic, you know. They were wanting out of the league. They didn't want to expand sure. to the to the twelve team playoff, and then it ends up uh, biting you uh, in the end. And I, I get that. And I've been harping on this day. I get that they're upset, but there comes a time then where you just have to handle it more professional. I think uh, with administrators uh, instead of coming out and just almost coming. It, it, people start to turn on you when you continue to cry. Just accept it and move on. I know it's difficult, but uh, 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, they probably got. <laughs> they, it's probably kind of ironic that it ended up happening that way. Well, I time. call it. I call it just dessert. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, but anyway, uh, and the second thing I want to talk about, you know, is I was so impressed uh, with Coach Saban uh, through the whole process of everybody criticizing him and talking about him being gone. You know, Roman Harper even brought up Saturday on. Uh, <laughs> after the uh, playoff game with Alabama and Georgia, uh, Roman looked at all those people on that set and said, you know what, everybody on in the, on this network needs to quit trying to get rid of Coach Saban. He's the GOAT. And I appreciate <laughs> that, that because it was true. He was talking to Dad, too, wasn't he, uh, Tom? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-uh. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about know, people saying, oh, he's finished, and he's this, he's that, and uh, – and and I, I was I was glad that Roman did that. I, I thought that was it was time that somebody in the public on the public platform pushed back. Then then after the Auburn game, Coach Saban I thought was very impressive. And he said, you know, when I went to church this morning I thank God that uh that what happened did happen and what didn't happen didn't happen and, and I thought, How impressive is that? <laughs> that is so impressive. And then uh, uh, last week, he said when he went to church, he thanked God for uh, them being able to, to win the game and get in the playoffs. And then I thought about my comment two weeks ago to Digger and everybody else when I said, don't forget that God is a Bama fan. Now, what y'all going to say now? Well, well, I won't get into that one. I, I want to. Well, I, I get... tell you what, Barry went through a whole litany this morning. Well, <laughs> you know, that throw for well, I mean, the goal from the 31. If that's that true. Had, and all the things that Barry <laughs> described, Coach, were like divine yeah. intervention play. Yeah. Let me, let me give you, you're my, you're my only go, you're my only golf listener. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Well, I'm because uh, I, I ask good golf questions. You're interested in it, and so let me okay. say this about two sentences. The change for the or the shorter golf ball, I won't be here, is not effective until to, to, to 2028 for tour and elite players. Oh, for recreational golfers, the change is not until 2030. So I won't be around. Now get this, for the longer hitters. Uh, the ex they expect for the ball to go up to 15 yards shorter, 11 yards shorter for average tour players, seven yards shorter for female tour players, and five and five yards shorter for less for everyone else. So if you're playing, right. I won't be around to see it. Uh, remember it when you swing. That I, I read you this in 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 twenty twenty four. Well, Doug didn't Doug didn't tell us it was that far out. He had like uh, I didn't know it either. In it's December, just, he said twenty twenty five. I yeah. tell you what, Doug said twenty twenty five. Doug's never right about anything. <laughs> You're exactly right. That's when when he said that I went. That can't be right. No. And uh, not with all the golf balls they got in warehouses everywhere. Come on. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. They got to sell a pile of them, don't they? But the, you know what? Yeah, by they, doing that yeah. though, they would sell them. They people start buying them things off the shelf yeah. left and right. Uh, make sure they have. Well, some balls I'll tell you in. what. If, if the PGA goes in there and says, "Okay, we're going to give you some money. You got to get rid of them." There'd be so many sharks constipated in the. And you won't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll have I have a corner 
selling them on my corner. If Doug says it, <laughs> go the other way. Yeah, All right. That's exactly right. But no, now, I'm I want to go. Coach, yeah. I, I said, well, you're ready to have me committed when I said that about God being a Bama fan. I can tell by the way you changed. No, I didn't. No, I had that. I had it made up. I had it made up to talk about golf anyway. Just as soon as you got. But Tom, that. have you ever known for Nick Saban to get in front of the microphone and honestly say the wrong thing? He generally knocks no. it out of the park. No. Now I no. do, oh, he, he just, I, I'm going to make you. I'm not going to make. I'm going to ask you to do something. Okay. I, I think Dad said this earlier, and I think he was 100 percent right. I think Kirby has handled this loss. He's oh, just yeah. been quiet. He's handled yeah. it with class, right? I love Kirby Smart. I've always thought the world of him. You know, when Coach said he used to come to his basketball games, that was it for me. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> it. When he said that, I said, Kirby Smart, yeah. whatever he does, he's fine with me. Yeah, that I makes him perfect with me. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's, uh, he's take his, he took his beating, and he, you hadn't really heard from him. Uh, well, I tell you what, though, I noticed this. Now, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. My, I, I claim to myself, nobody else, but I claim to myself I'm a body language expert, okay? Yeah, that's good. Now, the, the body language, Kirby was hurt. Oh, I yeah. mean, hurt. And, yeah. uh, and that quarterback shared the same sentiment that Coach Smart did. I'm going to yeah. quit calling him Kirby. I'm going to call him Kirby. Coach Smart. Y'all need to correct me. And, uh, but he was hurt, and I felt for Coach Smart. That's who I felt for. Yeah, I and um, I didn't feel for Florida State or anybody else. I don't care. But Coach Smart, I felt for because he worked so blame hard. At, 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 and do you know how hard it is to maintain the focus of nine, 90 kids toward a common goal for 29 games? Yeah. My God. Yeah. What a job he did. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Unbelievable. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. All right, love the show. Bye. Thank you. All right. Uh, tell you what, we'll take the break. We'll get back. I don't want to cut my man Cowboys short because uh, Bryce was saying he was wanting Tyler Buckner to be the starter, so I want to let uh, Cowboys have He's going to be the starter in the cross. Have the proper time to defend himself. He listed Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic calming down around the area. We do see some slowdown on Lurleen headed into downtown southbound from Northport. Now, if you see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, give me a call. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Hey. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine today, colder, the high 52. Tonight, a freeze likely clear with a low at 30. Tomorrow and Friday, the sky mostly sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow, 59, the high Friday at 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 43 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I'll get right to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. We'll get our man Cowboy in. Cowboy, were your ears burned in the first hour? Bryce said you were pushing Tyler Buckner to be the starter at the beginning of the football season. Well, okay, here we go. Yeah, when he when he transferred from Notre Dame, I was excited about it because I thought our offensive coordinator knew something about him, you know. And, uh, you know, and, hey, I'm going to go on record here and say I, I didn't think Jalen Milrow would turn out as good as he did, and I apologize to Jalen Milrow and all his supporters, and I guess I'm a lank guy. And they let all naysayers know. That's so, right. Okay, you I'll, buy a I'll T-shirt. Take my, I'll take my. I'll take my lumps. You know. Hey, I'm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, uh, Tyler Butler. He uh, he froze in the moment. I don't know if he got much help that day, but he froze in the moment, and it was not a good move. And I uh, I thought he was better than he was. So Sanderson told me the day that he transferred, I was excited about it that. It wasn't going to work out, or it wasn't good, something to that effect. So, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not right everything, but I did tell Bryce that Washington was a good football team, and he laughed at me for that. But they're a good football team, and I will not be surprised if they don't beat Texas because nobody's giving them a shot. And that Michael Penix guy, he can throw the football. Yeah, yeah he's and, very good. Um, yeah. Uh, he's very, very and, good, but he won't. they won't beat Texas, but he's very good. Yeah, you're probably right. But. So the national championship is in Houston. Can you imagine if Texas and Alabama are in that game, what the, or Texas and anybody are in that game, the price of that ticket? Whew. Uh, I, di- I didn't buy them yesterday. Uh, I, I, I figured I'd take my chances on the open market instead of uh, trying to buy something and sit in the nosebleed and pay 900 bucks to sit in the nosebleed. So. Yeah. I could have bought them through Alabama, but I didn't do it. I yeah, you should have got them. They'd be worth triple what you pay for them. So, if they uh, it. hey, I've heard that before, and I've eaten national championship tickets. Yeah. I ate, yeah. I ate them out there in Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably right. All right, cowboy, hey, we gotta uh, get out. We'll, we'll, we'll get uh, the last word. Coach, Go ahead. Have you talked about Cliff Ellis? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know it. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it until Barry told me. Yeah, this we morning. talked about it at the beginning of the show. So we'll we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Thank you, Cowboy. All right, All right be good. All right, that's it for today's show. We got to get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris show. So keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.